Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Jobs Not Finished podcast. Now, this week I wanted to talk about and do a little bit of a comparison between contract temporary work versus full-time permanent work. So now, of course, what is the difference between the two? I would say full-time permanent is when you're working directly for the company. So if you're working for Rode, for example, I will be paid for, you know, under their payroll. I am a direct employee under Rode. And there is no third-party vendor that's kind of giving me my payroll that I submit my timesheets to, et cetera, et cetera. I'm an at-will employee, but there is no set duration. Whereas in a contract role, there normally is a set duration and you're not under Rode specifically. You will be under a recruiting agency that works closely with Rode and they find Rode candidates. So Rode, the company, is looking for a candidate, but they don't want to recruit internally. They want a temporary contractor so they can find a third-party vendor who will go out on LinkedIn, Indeed, you know, any of these different uh, platforms to find candidates. And once you do get hired, you would be paid for. Um, just all that other information, your timesheets, everything will be handled by the third-party contractor. You work, you will get like a road email, you're under them, but you're not really under their umbrella. You are a uh, employee of that third-party vendor. So uh, that'd be a little bit confusing. Maybe you get a better description off Google, but yeah, essentially full-time permanent, you are under the umbrella, direct umbrella of the company, contract temporary, you're not. So you're under a third-party vendor just working for that company on a project or for a set limited duration. Maybe someone's on leave and you're coming in and filling in for their, uh, you know, filling in their shoes. Now, right off the bat, I know a lot of my friends and people that I know personally would immediately shut down a contract opportunity. And there is a very negative view towards contract opportunities. I myself have experienced them, so I thought I'd do a little bit of a breakdown, provide some pros and cons because we are approaching that time of year where the spring semester is ending. There will be a lot of new grads coming into the workforce or looking for work. So before maybe you make that decision of skipping out on contracts or going towards contracts and skipping out on full-time opportunities, I thought I'd provide a little bit of background on my experience and just, you know, what I liked about the two, what I didn't like about the two, because I have experienced both contract work and full-time permanent work. Now, of course, please take everything with a grain of salt. Do your own research because, again, I have minor experience in both, so I'm just giving my opinion. You can definitely find a lot more specialists maybe online, maybe do a quick internet search and you'll find some more detailed information between the two. But, you know, let's just dive into it and talk about, let's do a little comparison on the two. Now, let's talk directly about full-time work. One of the things that stands out right off the bat is job security, right? With a contract, normally they'll say, hey, this is a three-month contract, six-month contract, or a year-long ongoing contract. But you don't really have that job security that a full-time job has because at any given moment, the company may not want to pick up the contract anymore, and you're going to have to find a job again. Whereas in a full-time permanent role, you don't have to worry about, oh, this role is coming to an end in three months, six months. I have to go through the interview process again. So that is definitely one huge thing going in favor of permanent roles where interviewing itself seems like a full-time job. You know, you're doing phone screens, you're filling out applications, you're going, well, you used to be going on site. Now you might be doing Zoom interviews, but it really is so mentally taxing, especially if you already have a job or if you're working on some other things. So having to do that again very soon after a contract ends, if it's only three months, can be annoying. Whereas in a full-time role, you know you have that security. There's no end date in sight. However, as we saw it, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, 
anything is possible. You know, we saw mass layoffs for some some reputable companies. It wasn't just Joe Schmo's local pizza shop that was doing layoffs. It was some really big companies. You know, we saw the likes of Uber doing, for example, you know, Uber is just one example, but there are a lot of big companies that did layoffs, mass layoffs. So that whole job security thing, you know, maybe it is coming into question a little bit with full time, but something to keep in mind. You're not guaranteed. You will most likely be an at-will employee, meaning you can kind of get terminated for, you can get terminated or you can leave for any reason, you know, or no reason at all. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. That job security thing could be a little bit of a myth because in any given scenario, the company can kind of just let you go. Another big benefit of a full-time job, I would say, is the benefits and PTO and just the whole benefits package that comes with being a full-time employee. Normally, when you get hired, you go through this new hire orientation. They may go over, you know, your employee benefits through there, medical, dental, health, vision, uh, you know, all that good stuff. You get PTO, pay time off, or you may have unlimited PTO, pay time off. So um, that is definitely a pro that full-time work has going for it. I think that contract work can't really compare to because normally in contracts, you do receive benefits if the contracting agency that you're working for is large enough and they can afford to give you benefits. But from my experience, the premiums on those benefits, you're better off not even, (laughs) I mean, you're going to end up spending your whole paycheck on just health benefits because the premiums are so expensive. And of course, another thing that full-time has going for it is that you normally have room to grow. Uh, There's opportunity to grow. You can get promoted. You could receive a bonus at the end of the year. Sometimes you can even negotiate that in, in a contract. You know, if I do X, Y, and Z within this year, I want a promotion or I want a raise and um, or just in general, sometimes, you know, people get promoted within the company. If you're full-time permanent, you probably will be the first one that gets um, consideration for a new role that opens up that you may be qualified for. So I just feel like there is more opportunity within that specific company to continue growing, getting promoted, moving into a new role and new responsibilities when you're full-time permanent versus when you're a contractor or, you know, a temporary employee, you might not be the first person for a promotion because, of course, you got to go through all those Um, hurdles and obstacles of getting you out of that contract, bringing you on full-time to make that promotion happen. So it doesn't seem likely, but it's not 100% out of the picture, but I think you have a better chance of getting that um, growth and opportunity within the specific company if you are a full-time permanent employee. Now, I know a lot of what I just said seems like I'm dogging on contracts. I just wanted to point out those outstanding pros. There are some other pros of full-time work, I'm sure, But those were kind of the outstanding ones. Full-time job security, which is debatable. The benefits time off, um, especially if it's a good plan. You know, you're getting good premiums that contracts can't really compare to. And then that opportunity for growth, promotions, bonuses, things like that, that won't come with or normally don't come with a contract. Let's talk about some things that contracts do very well that you may not see in a full-time role or that a full-time permanent role can't really compare to. Uh, The first thing that comes right off the bat to me when I was looking at contract work is overtime pay. You know, when you are a full-time salaried employee, you normally are not getting overtime pay. And sometimes you are working way more than 40 hours a week. Now, of course, in a contract role, you don't want to be working more than 40 hours a week. But if you do, for whatever reason, end up working more than 40 hours a week, at least you have that peace of mind that you're getting double time, time and a half, or whatever the overtime rate is. Uh, Especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, for example, I saw a lot of salaried employees that were working from, you know, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., the lines are blurred on when you're logging off and when you can log off when you are working from home and there's a pandemic going on. There's so many red flags, so many things to work on. I'm sure in that tight situation, tight times where so much uncertainty was going on, overtime would have definitely been appreciated. So if you were on a contract during that time, which you know I was, um, overtime pay was very generous and 
it was great. It's a great perk to have that you kind of do miss when you switch into a permanent role. You're not getting paid overtime anymore. Staying on the topic of pay, something else that I've noticed is to make up for the lack of other perks, uh, for example, benefits, PTO, sick days, things like that, contracts normally pay more. Um, you are paid at an hourly rate, as mentioned earlier, with that whole overtime rate. It's calculated at an hourly rate. So you're getting an hourly rate, but if you convert that to a full-time salary, it seems like it normally pays a lot more than a full-time role might have. Maybe not like, you know, $100,000 more, but there is a little bit of an extra premium on contract roles to make up for those things that you don't get, like time off and benefits. And I guess the last thing I want to say about pay that I think the contract role is a perk, but again, this could be debatable depending on the company you work for. In all the contract roles I've held, it was really cool that I would get paid every week. So it was a weekly paycheck. Every Friday, you're getting paid. Uh, you know, when that direct deposit hits, you get really happy. Every It's on a weekly basis. It's pretty cool. Now, I know certain companies have bi-weekly, you know, twice a month, semi-monthly, whatever the payroll period may be, once a month even some companies do for full-time employees. But maybe there is a company out there for full-time employees that pays you weekly. So this is another debatable one. But it was really cool that all the contracts I had, I think that was a really big perk. And I remember one of my former managers used to also be on a contract and then she got converted to full-time permanent. And she would also tell me, you know, the number one thing that she missed was getting that weekly paycheck. It is it is different. If you haven't had a weekly paycheck, um, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But if you have had a weekly paycheck, you know, it's it's different. You know, it's 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 a pretty cool perk to have. I'm not sure if I said this earlier, but this probably is my favorite perk of contract work. If I said that about the pay, uh, that's my second favorite. Uh, yeah, man, I, I have bad memory. But this is definitely my favorite part about contract work. The fact that you can feel out the company. Guys, when you do an interview for a full-time role, it's very easy for the person that you're interviewing with to make the company seem perfect, flawless. And some companies do that. You know, they are, they shouldn't be. They should be a lot honest, transparent. I know a lot of the top companies are transparent and honest, but not everyone is a top company. You know, there are some shady companies out there that are going to say their company is beautiful, it's perfect, nothing wrong with the sunshine, utopia. But when you get in there, it's a mess and now you're in there. You know, you're a full-time employee. It's like, oh, if I leave, this looks terrible. Um, I'd say in that situation, still leave. But, you know, it's just my opinion. Whereas in a contract role, even if they do that and you go into the role, you know, hey, this is coming to an end soon. You know, if it's a six-month term, three-month term, a year-long term, you know you're not there forever and you just have to get through the contract and you know this is not the company for me. Um or vice versa, you may know, okay, this is the company for me. I do want to work here full-time. A lot of people feel pressured into jumping into a full-time role regardless of the company. And I feel like oftentimes company culture, um, work culture, just the work environment is very overlooked. And it, it's not stuff that you can find out in an interview and maybe not even necessarily via Glassdoor or Indeed reviews. So it is a huge perk where you can go through that contract period and say, hey, I really like this manager. I like this team. Maybe the company is unknown, right? Nobody even heard of this company. So you were a little shaky going in, but you really liked your experience. And you're like, this is where I want to be. Um, but also on the flip side, whether it's a well-known company or not a well-known company, you could just think, hey, the interview went really well. But then you get on set and you're like, oh, this manager is a micromanager. The team does not collaborate. They're not even communicating. I'm getting cold shouldered left and right, uh, getting thrown under the bus. But in that scenario, you'll know, hey, this contract's coming to an end. I'm getting out of here. So yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite things where I think a full-time role does not compare because if you leave a full-time role, the first thing your next employer is going to ask you is why'd you leave? They kind of look down on that even though 
you are the captain of your own ship. You know, do not forget that. You're the captain of your own ship. If it's going in the wrong direction, steer it in the right direction. If you're in the wrong company, leave or find something better and then leave. You know, don't ever feel trapped, whether it's full-time contract, whatever the case may be. Do not feel trapped. But of course, it's a lot easier to navigate those waters when you are in a contract and you know the end is near. There's light at the end of the tunnel, whether you want to leave or whether you want to stay. And I think that's a really big perk. I guess the last big pro that I saw for contract opportunities, maybe a personal one that may not be standard throughout all contract opportunities. But what I noticed was when working in a contract role, there was a lot more accelerated learning going on. You're working on one project one week, another project the next week, or one project one month, another project. And it's just so fast, so many things juggling around, moving around. Whereas normally in a full-time role, it can be fast paced, but it would be like, for example, let's just say, this is a totally dumb example, but uh, for the audio listeners, I am sitting in front of my roadcaster. Let's say I'm in a full-time role and my job is to press this button. Boom, right? That's my, now in a full-time role, this is all figurative. No one has a job to just press a button, but maybe in a full-time role on certain days, you have to press the button faster. And then on other days, you press it a little slower. Whereas in a contract role, I noticed you're not just pressing the button, right? One day you might be pressing that button. Then the next day you're, you're working on a different button. Then the next day you're working on the wires and the, it's just all these different projects that you're working on. Whereas I feel like in a full-time role, normally you do have a set standard role, whether you're, I can relate it to HR, you know, whether you're just working on processing new hires, doing orientations, or you're working on the back end with data. Whereas in a po- project role, you might be working on something that touches all of that. You might be working on something that combines all of that. So I felt like there was a lot more accelerated learning going on in my contract role. And it did plague me a little bit when I went into a full-time role, expecting that same kind of work environment, that same kind of acceleration, and then you don't get it. You feel like you're kind of stuck in the mud a little bit. Now, again, this is something I personally see as a pro. Some people might prefer having that, um, pressing that button, you know? Okay, if I got to press it faster some days, slower the days, at least I know I'm pressing that button. And other people may prefer switching it around and, you know, fast, just juggling different things, you know? So wearing multiple different hats. I feel like in a project, there is that opportunity with accelerated learning. Whenever I left a project, I felt like, I had just worked a job for like 10 years. Like I felt like I learned so much and that's really something that you miss, I guess, in a full-time role. Again, of course, that's debatable. You might work in a company that allows you to work on all those different projects, accelerated learning and everything I'm saying is nonsense. But in my personal experience, I've had a, a better time of that accelerated learning and picking up on things that I may not have had an opportunity to pick up on when I was a temporary contract employee. Uh, the employer was a lot more receptive to, hey, yeah, you could sit on this meeting, you could do this, you could do that, what you want. Whereas when I was full-time, it's like, no, you stick to this. Um, you know, John's going to do that. Rebecca's going to do this. And all this. those are made up people, by the way. But yeah, that's kind of how I went into full-time role. Overall, I would say there's pros and cons to both. But I would stress, you know, don't overlook one for the other. Don't just close the door entirely for one over the other. Now, initially, I was that kind of guy. You know, I went through internships. And when I was approaching graduation... I wanted nothing more than to find something permanent. I was like, man, I'm done with these internships, these temporary opportunities. I just want something permanent. I want to be there. You know, I just, I, I, I need it. But to my surprise, you know, my first opportunity was a contract. I've had contracts since then and I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I've had two full-time opportunities as well. And comparing the two, it's like, man, both do have pros and cons. I wouldn't say, hey, I'll never do full-time again or I'll never do contract again. So it's not like I've had a nightmare experience. But I think moving forward, for me in my career, I really do enjoy the contract aspect just because, again, I can't stress this enough. It's very easy. The recruiter or the hiring manager or whoever you're speaking to, they've probably done dozens, hundreds, thousands of interviews. They're professionals at it. So it's easy for a company to sweep things under the rug during an interview and make it seem like, 
you know, this is the perfect place. You, you know, there's, there is no war in Bossing Say, man. They, they really good at making it seem like there's nothing going on and you can, you're going to find your dream location here. Um, and they're professionals at doing that, so I don't blame them. I give them props for it. It's easy to get stuck. Whereas in a contract, I'd be like, even if they're playing those games, you know, there's two players in this game now because I'm coming in and I have, you know, whether three months, six months or whatever, before the extension period or before it ends or before you may want to convert me if it's temp to perm, um, I can feel out, do I really want to do this? Or it's people crazy. That is something I feel like I may have overlooked. There is a sweet combination of the two and it's called temp to perm. So... If you could find temp to perm, I'd say go for it. Obviously, everyone's scenario is different. This is maybe I can't be given personal advice, but whatever. This is just my personal opinion. If you find temp to perm, that would definitely be number one on my list because you get the best of both worlds. You can feel out the company, and if you want it, there is that temp to perm uh, timing where okay, now they want to switch you to permanent. You know, you can eventually go permanent, or you could just walk away if you don't like it. That kind of is a sweet blend between the two, but of course. Depending on your situation, if you need health insurance, if you are desperate for paid time off, if you are just tired of contracts or vice versa, if you like contracts, if you like just bouncing around, if you like filling out different companies, just weigh the pros and cons and make the decisions that's right for you. There you have it, guys. You know, I hope this wasn't all over the place. It probably was, but I hope you found some benefit and some value in listening to this. Whether you're graduating or whether you've been laid off or you're looking for new work just because of the conditions of the world right now. Listen, don't overlook contracts. And if you're a lifelong contractor, you know, maybe don't overlook full-time uh, opportunities. There may be some pros and cons in both. But I wish you guys the best of luck. I, I have a video out there about questions you might be asked on an interview. Um, you know, I, I am working on some more things that I can work on to provide more value for people that may be looking for jobs right now. And yeah, it's really tough. You know, just keep your head up. If you're struggling, you're going to get through it. You know, don't ever let anyone belittle your value because you are struggling. Don't let them say, hey, take this bad opportunity or hey, take this very low amount of money. Unless, of course, you're in a desperate situation and you need to do it. But even then, do it and find more. I think even in the conversation I had with Alap, who was in one of the earlier episodes of the podcast, we talked about it as well. You know, some people get stuck in these bad opportunities and they feel like they can't get out. But you always can. Now, that's not me telling you to jump ship. But yeah, again, this has definitely been long-winded. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you found some value in it. Thank you for coming back. For those audio listeners that are downloading, for the people on YouTube subscribing, liking, all that good stuff, I really appreciate you. I see you. Thank you so much. Um, and I hope you join us again next time. Until then, take care. 